0: We all like to watch the story of someone who discovers they have superpowers, uh, like Superman or Wonder Woman or whoever the character might be. Well, really, you're going to have superpowers.
1: Pastor Greg Laurie says, when we get to heaven, we'll be the same person we are today, only better, much better.
0: You will be given a new body, but it will still be you. It'll just be the radically upgraded version of you. This is the
1: day when the lost are found This is the day for a new beginning Amazing grace, how sweet the sound Can you hear all the angels are singing? This is the day, the day when life begins Ever fallen for that ruse at the supermarket? You see a package marked new and improved and so you buy it. Then you get it home and taste it and it isn't new or improved at all. Well, as believers, there'll come a time when we're new and improved for real. Today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie points out just how we'll change personally when we get to heaven. This message is one of those our listeners requested the most this past year.
0: A while back, Newsweek did a cover story with the title Visions of Heaven. It revealed that 76% of Americans believe in heaven, and 71% of them believe it's an actual place. But after that, the agreement began to break down. 19% thought heaven looked like a garden, 13% thought it was like a city, 17% did not know. And those that did not believe in it sneakingly wished there was one. Now another poll done by the Pew Research Center had people uh, talk about heaven and hell and define it. Their definition was heaven is a place where people who have led good lives are eternally rewarded. And hell was a place where people who had led bad lives and died would be eternally punished. So right out of the gate people have it wrong. That is not what heaven is and that is not what hell is. Now here's the problem. People say they believe in heaven and that idea of heaven comes uniquely from the Bible. So if you're gonna say you believe in heaven, you need to read the rest of what the Bible says, right? Because the Bible tells us there is a heaven. We would not believe in heaven if we were not for the teaching of Scripture. To say you believe in heaven, but then not read what the Bible has to say about it, would be like saying, well I believe in Disneyland, but I do not agree with the price for getting in, and I would be with you on that, and (laughs) I do not believe that the location is accurate. So I'm gonna go to where I think Disneyland is and I will enter the way that I want to enter Disneyland. Okay, whatever. So you're gonna end up in some lame putt-putt golf course with one broken ride. I don't know. But if you happen to make it to the Magic Kingdom, you gotta go in the Disney way or you don't go in at all. You have to pay the admission price. Well, in the same way, you say, well, I'm gonna go to heaven and I'll do it my way. Well, no, you won't. You do it God's way, all right. Well, what's the admission price? Trust me when I tell you, you can't afford it. That's the bad news. You can't afford the price to get into heaven. Here's the good news. The price has been paid. Admission is free through Jesus Christ. That's how you get into heaven. Because of his death for us on the cross. So, as to good people going to heaven and bad people going to hell, listen to this. There will be people in hell who would be defined by some as good people, and there will be people in heaven who lived bad lives, but they repented of their sin. How does this work? Being good doesn't get you to heaven. There's only one way to get to heaven, being forgiven. Heaven is not for good people, it's for forgiven people. But then again, you can be a good person, relatively speaking, but you're not good enough And you could think you would get to heaven on your own good works, and of course you won't. And that's how you might end up in hell. Okay, so now let's answer some often asked questions about the afterlife. Number one, what will our new bodies be like in heaven? Number two, will we know each other in heaven? Number three, will we be married in heaven? Number four, what will we do in heaven? And fifth and lastly, and this is often asked, Do people in heaven know what's going on with us on earth, all right? So let's go question by question. And by the way, in our last message, let's talk about heaven. We discovered, of course, heaven is an actual place, not a state of mind, it's a real place. Jesus said in John 14, I've gone to prepare a place for you. Uh, Jesus tells us, and the rest of the Bible tells us, heaven is a city, heaven is a country, Heaven is a paradise. Whatever you've experienced on this earth, the best of the best of the best doesn't even come close to the glory of heaven. Why? Because earth at its best is a pale imitation of the real thing, which is heaven. Heaven is not a watered-down version of earth. It's kind of the other way around. And so whatever you Uh, are thinking it's going to be far better than you ever imagined. All right. So what about these new bodies the Bible talks about? What will they be like? Short answer, amazing. You know that people love these superhero movies. And, And we all like to watch the story of someone who discovers they have superpowers Uh, like Spider-Man or Superman or Wonder Woman or whoever the character might be because they can fly, they have superhuman strength, they can do all kinds of amazing things. Well, really, you're gonna have superpowers, if you will, one day in this new body that God is going to give you. Why? Because your resurrection body is going to be like the resurrection body of Jesus Christ. So let's think about that for a moment. Jesus was crucified on a cross, right? He rose again from the dead three days later. Did he rise in a physical body? Yes or no? The answer is yes. And so in a physical body, was he a different person or was he still Jesus? Well, he was still Jesus. But he did things in this a resurrected body that he did not do before. It's not that he couldn't have done them before, but he didn't. And so afterwards he did some unusual things like appearing in a room without using the door. That's pretty cool. How about flying? Oh, Jesus never flew. Yeah, he flew. What do you think the ascension is? He just went right up to heaven. So Why do I bring this up? Because the Bible tells us over in 1 John 3, 2, where the children of God, it hasn't been revealed what we will be, but we know when He's revealed. Listen, we shall be like Him, for we will see Him as He is. You will be given a new body, but it will still be you. It'll just be the radically upgraded version of you, okay?
1: Great to have you join us today for A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. Today we're hearing one of the most requested studies of the past year. Pastor Greg is addressing a number of the questions people have about heaven. The first one, what will our bodies be like in eternity? Let's continue with the biblical insight.
0: Okay, so Jesus says in John 14, In my Father's house are many mansions. Are dwelling places, if it were not so I would have told you. If I go, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, you may be also. In my Father's house are many mansions. So sometimes people say, I can't wait to get to my mansion in heaven. Will we actually go to mansions? It reminds me of a story of a minister and a New York cab driver that both died and went to heaven on the same day. So Peter meets them both and the cab driver's first in line and Peter says, well, welcome to heaven. I'm in charge of housing. So I hear you're a cab driver in New York. I says, yes, sir. He says, all right, well, I've got your house picked out for you. You see that mansion over there on the hill? That's yours. Oh, the cab driver was so excited. He ran off to his mansion. The minister standing behind him stood a little taller. Oh, because he he was a famous preacher. Peter says, yeah, I hear you're a well-known minister. Yes, I, I am. Okay, well, you see that little shack down there in the valley with a roof coming apart? That's your place. What what do you mean that's my place? I preached the gospel, the minister said. I taught the word of God. (laughs) I was a holy man of God. Yeah, whatever. That's your place. It doesn't make sense. I should be given a better place. Bottom line, when that cab driver drove, people prayed, but when you preached, people slept. He gets a mansion. (laughs) So what is this mansion referring to in John 14? Couple of options. Uh, one, it may be our new body that God will give to us. Second Corinthians 5, one in New Living Translation says, when this earthly tent we live in is taken down, when we die and leave these bodies, we have a home in heaven, an eternal body made for us by God himself. We'll put on the new body like new clothes. Okay, so it could be a description of our new body, but it could be a house. I mean literally a house in heaven. Why not? Is not heaven a city? Is not heaven a country? Is not heaven a place? So we could have a house. And by the way, uh, we're told over in Isaiah 65, 21, in the millennium, that's in Christ's ruling on the earth, that we will all build our own houses. Okay, so it might be an actual house. And I love how Jesus says, my father's house. House, so that suggests spaciousness, big place. But then he says, In my father's house are many rooms. That sort of suggests coziness, right? I mean, even if you're in a palatial estate, you you can't live in 300 rooms at once. You're going to find a nice little spot and sit down in front of a fire and have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or whatever, you know. So, you know, the, the idea is that it's a real place waiting for you. What it is exactly, I don't know. But it's going to be amazing. We know that. And you know, I'll tell you what. The, the thing is, is with life, as you get older, it seems like it goes more quickly. You know, this is true. I read that they did a study on it. And what it revealed was the reason it seems like time goes faster when you're older is because you get into routines, right? Right? Older people like to go to the same restaurant, sit in the same spot, and order the same thing over and over again. But when you're young, you like adventure, you like things happening, you like to try new things. When you're older, not so much, right? And so there are telltale signs you're getting old. You know you're getting old when you go to pull up the wrinkled socks you're wearing and you realize you're not wearing socks. That's not a good sign. (laughs) You know you're getting old when your pacemaker opens the garage door accidentally. (laughs) But hey, blessed are the pacemakers, right? Okay, so you know you're getting old when you bend down to tie your shoe and you wonder what else you can do while you're down there, right? (laughs) Is that not true? I'm down here already. Is there anything else I can do? Because I don't want to come down here again. Right, so, but to the point here, life goes by so quickly, but here's the good news. Though your body is wearing out like a tent, which is not meant to last forever. God's gonna resurrect it, and your soul will live forever, and your body will be resurrected. So now when we're in heaven, will we know each other in heaven? Hmm. Do you think you're gonna be more stupid in heaven than you are on earth? (laughs) Maybe I should ask the question, well, do you know each other on earth? Well, then you're gonna, of course, know each other in heaven. In the same way, you know, on the Mount of Transfiguration, remember Jesus was transfigured. He shined like the sun. On one side was Moses, and on the other side was Elijah. Now how do we know it was Moses and Elijah? Were they wearing little name tags? Hi, I'm Moses. (laughs) Dear Moses, was he holding the tablets? Here, that's Moses. Elijah calling fire (laughs) down. No, I don't think so. Somehow they were recognizable as they made this guest appearance, if you will, on each side of Christ. So I think when you get to heaven, yes, we'll see each other. Yes, we'll know one another. We're told in 1 Corinthians 13, we will know as we are known. We'll know everything we know on earth except more. We'll know everything we know on earth but with divine perspective now. Sometimes people have this mistaken notion that when you get to heaven, you have some kind of a brain wipe. Uh, like, remember that movie, Men in Black? They would do that little thing and they forgot everything they saw. I think people think when they're in heaven, they're just like, it's almost like heaven's a giant lobotomy or something. No, I wanna know. There's memories of earth in heaven. Oh, that can't be true, Greg, because we would be sorrowful. Well, you have perspective. See, I understand things now. How can I be rewarded for something I did on earth if there's not a memory of what I did on earth? So you're going to remember earthly things, but now with that supernatural perspective. There's no break in my love for my loved ones. Death breaks ties on earth but renews them in heaven. We're the same people we were here.
1: Pastor Greg Laurie with great insights on what's to come when we reach our heavenly home. Maybe these are questions you've wondered about, and Pastor Greg will have more answers as he continues his best of message, including some thoughts before we close today here on A New Beginning. Heaven is such an encouraging topic. Whatever we're facing in this life pales in comparison to the glory we'll experience in the hereafter. That's, of course, if we've come to the Lord for forgiveness of sins. If you've been listening today, maybe you're left with some questions about how to begin a relationship with the Lord. Well, Pastor Greg would love to help with that right now.
0: Listen, if you want Jesus Christ to come into your life, if you want Him to forgive you of your sin, if you want to know that you'll go to heaven when you die, just pray this prayer right now after me. Just pray, Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner but I know that you're the Savior who died on the cross for my sin and rose again from the dead. I turn from my sin now, and I choose to follow you from this moment forward as my Savior and Lord, as my God and my friend. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
1: Amen. And if you've just prayed that prayer with Pastor Greg and you've meant those words sincerely, the Lord has forgiven your sins, and we want to welcome you into the family of God. And we want to help you get started living this life of faith by sending you some resource materials to help you in your new journey. Ask for a New Believers Growth Pack when you call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. And the team would love to pray with you too. Call 1-800-772-936 today. Well, we've been talking a lot about heaven today and what things will be the same and what things will be different when we'll get there. Pastor Greg closes with some thoughts on what we'll know in our eternal home.
0: I've used this illustration before, but I only have five illustrations, so I return to it. (laughs) But one of my grandkids might be playing with a toy and it breaks, a doll, the head comes off and they're freaking out because, you know, a headless doll is alarming in many ways, even to me. Um, Papa, the doll's head came off. I'll fix it. And then I'm trying to screw the, which is not a, I'll go away when I'm doing it because it's not a good thing to watch. I can't get the head to screw back in. So I'll say, well, don't worry about it. Oh, Papa, the doll, they're so unhappy. I'll take it. Don't worry about it. It'll be okay. But but it'll be okay. Why? Because I know in a cupboard I have five more of those dolls because I'm smart and I plan ahead. So the reason I can say it's okay is because I know it's gonna work out better for them. And so in the same way we're here in this life and we say, God, what are you doing? God, why aren't you paying attention? Lord, where are you? The Lord says, it's okay. Well, yeah, it's okay. you say it's okay, you're in heaven. Yeah, I'm in heaven. And I know it's gonna be okay. And you'll see it one day. So in heaven, I have memory of things on earth, but with perspective.